We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets World? Well, we, your boy Jack Manuel, doing a solo pod today. My boy Nick Faye, um, unable to record with me today, sending him all the best. But what a time to be Jack Manuel in Melbourne, Australia, after a performance from Paddy Mills like that. I'll be certainly diving deep into that. But make sure you are subscribing and giving the Brooklyn Buzz five stars on any and all streaming platforms. But guys, let's just dive in. Paddy Mills, I'll get to your boy KD, I'll get to the Slim Reaper who put in another historic performance, but my boy Paddy Mills, 43 minutes tonight, 10 of 20 from the field, including 7 of 14 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, also had 2 assists, 4 boards, an offensive one, only the 3 turnovers was plus 15, and 30 points on the night, his most as a Brooklyn net, and Funnily enough, he has eight games with 20-plus points, which is the second most in his, in a single season of career. Of his, of his, it's, let me say that again. I'm getting a bit tongue-tied here, guys. It was the second most for him in a single season of his career, and we're only 28 games in. But before I do move on, I'd be remiss. My boy Nick Faye asked me to come up with a poem. So this is in honor of Mr. Patrick Mills, our rookies, and all the Brooklyn Nets squad, including the Slim Reaper himself. Patty Mills and KD, make me want to yell yippee. Duke Klaxkess had the raps in a mess. It really was a sight to see. That win was bloody juicy. And we know that Patty Mills loves the word juicy, as does your boy. But it was an incredible game, guys. I'll be diving in deep. But to talk about Patty Mills in particular, I honestly do think that this was the best game I have seen him play 
in his career, in his long, illustrious career. Now, he has a goddamn... He's got championships under his belt. He's got gold medals. Now, I'm not including international performances because what he did this year in Tokyo was incredible. But that was the version of Paddy Mills I did see tonight. Clutch bucket after clutch bucket. He was getting to the free throw line. He was making dimes. The leadership, the gritty plays here and there. And... I mean, he kept the game alive for the Nets in that fourth quarter. You know, Katie was saying after the game that, you know, he felt gassed and, you know, playing 45 minutes for him, despite the fact that, he, you know, he had the, he was questionable coming into tonight's game with the ankle injury. But Paddy Mills was three after three after three after three, whether it was after a timeout in the fourth quarter, it was just Paddy Mills' fourth quarter. And, the, and then KD just took over in OT with a little bit of help from, you know, David Duke Jr. with some offensive boards and Blake doing some gritty things here or there. But to take back the lead, you know, it was 109-108. Paddy gives you a timely three. Then after a timeout, 112-111, Paddy gives you another three. Then there was about a million offensive boards from the young rooks in Kess and David Duke Jr., the Kess Express, ladies and gentlemen. And... It was. It led to another Paddy Mills three, despite you know him and and Katie missing a couple of shots. But you know Paddy Mills hits them when they do matter, and then another big clutch three to end the clock. There was about ten or so, twenty to twelve seconds remaining in the game, but Paddy Mills steps up and goes, "Oh boing, baby!" Paddy Mills gives me Paddy chills, as we know, ladies and gents. But it was a clutch three. As the shot clock was expiring, the Nets did enough on the defensive end to send it to OT. But thank God for Paddy Mills. He also had some of his two-point shooting. This is probably the best two-point shooting performance I've seen from Paddy as a Brooklyn Net. You know, he's either been asked to do a little bit too much like in previous iterations, but it seemed to me that the the little gritty things were being made up by some of the rooks, like Kessel Edwards, like David Duke Jr., but he had some incredible fadeaway jumpers, including the final bucket of the game, or one of the final buckets of the game, sorry, which was an awesome fading two off the dribble as he was going to the right. Uh, I think it was on the, near the right baseline. And the footwork, and the foot, the footwork, let me say that again, the composure was just incredible. He hit some fadeaways. It was a gorgeous performance from Paddy Mills. And um, again, I will say this again, I think it was the best performance of his long, illustrious career. This man is playing incredible basketball. He is a Brooklyn net through and through. And the energy and joy that he gives this team, he is just infectious. And it's not just, you know, all us Aussie fans who know about him now. It is Nets world and everyone else. He is playing incredible basketball with this team. And he's been incredibly important in the absence of so many players tonight. Obviously, the Nets only having eight available players, you know, with health and safety protocols, doing some crazy and wicked things to the Brooklyn Nets tonight, but I could speak for as long as I like about Paddy Mills, but don't want the listeners to, to tune out, so I will get to, I guess, a few little tidbits before I get to Kevin Durant. Obviously, as I mentioned, guys, only eight available players for the Brooklyn Nets tonight, seven out uh, due to health and safety protocols, and uh, what was an incredibly just drama-filled day for the Brooklyn Nets. And it wasn't just the players. It wasn't just those seven players that I'm mentioning. It was also the assistant coaches. So heading into the game, it was these players. It was Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeAndre Bembry, Javon Carter, and James Johnson. Uh, And then we got Bruce Brown and James Harden, who I believe, if if I'm not mistaken, I saw on the Brooklyn Nets timeline, there were some photos of at least James Harden, I think, seeing. So what happened there was just uh, absolutely chaotic night. It reminded me a little bit of KD last year 
where he suited up and I think he went onto the uh, onto the court and then was told to leave because of uh, contact tracing issues with I think his security guard or his driver. But it just reminded me of that absolute chaos at the Clays tonight. But it was and that was also the night that your boy KD uh, actually retweeted me. So it wasn't the worst uh, worst night in the world. But uh, so hopefully uh, a lot of people have been asymptomatic uh, as is what I've been reading from a lot of Nets media. So that is hopeful. Uh, I put out a tweet on my timeline hoping that LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't uh, affect any of his heart issues. And, and obviously any person within the Nets organization and beyond and across the NBA, whether you're in the Chicago Bulls and across the world as COVID, continue, COVID continues to ravage, hopefully everyone is continuing to stay, stay safe. And, and guys, if you can and have the access to do so, get those boosters and, and get your shots if you can just to protect yourselves and your families. Um, so hopefully... Um, it's not too long. It's a, a sort of wait and see issue. It's generally, you know, 10 days is, is what we see. So hopefully just before Christmas, uh, but when it is the big matchup against the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, when we do see a few guys back, but it's obviously going to be ongoing news for the, for the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, we'll be keeping you abreast of that on the Brooklyn Buzz for sure. But getting back to the game, let's get to the Slim Reaper who played 48 minutes tonight, who was joking about it uh, the other game. Funny enough, he's like, I might just play 48 for you guys just to make you guys go crazy. Uh, and he did tonight, so, uh, obviously including OT. 12 of 29 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, 8 of 8 from the free throw line, had a triple-double. 34 points, 11 assists, 13 boards, also had a block. Uh, I believe he was one of the... He, he was making history. So let me, let's me give you some history here, guys. Kevin Durant's the first player in Nets history to record a 50-point game, followed up by a triple-double in conse- consecutive games, and is the first person to do it since Damian Lillard uh, in the 2019-20 season, uh, so which is... Yeah. It's history right there, ladies and gentlemen. It's history right there. You understand, as Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems would say. I mean, he is... What What else can we say about this guy? And I just love what we saw from Katie tonight. It was... This meant something to him. You know, and he... It was his 14th career triple-double. His second as a Brooklyn man. And again... He was questionable heading into the game with an ankle injury. Steve Nash was sort of saying, you know, they're trying to be conservative and stuff with him, but Katie just overrides them, and Katie just wants to be out there. The man is a pure hooper, guys. Like, let's just put, let's put it that way. And I will also put out there, after the game, he was high-fiving guys. It looked like Kessler Edwards had a bit of a red hand after some of the high-fives that KD was giving. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He was pumped. Now, 
Yes Network weren't able to censor this. I will censor it for any of the kids listening at home. But you could hear KD after the game. He's like, good effing win. Good effing win. Um, it was a great effing win, Kevin. Absolutely great. And just the, the leadership and shot making from Kevin Durant is second to none. I've got to consult my notes here, guys. Because I do not want to miss a thing. His passing... Uh, whether it was to Nicholas Claxton in, in the short role, whether it was to, to Blake Griffin, um, he was just finding guys in, in the open spaces and just allowing to... He was impacting the game in just so many different facets. And he was just trusting his teammates at the same time. Uh, there was... My favorite Kevin Durant shot tonight was at 66-53. Uh, and look that up, guys, if you haven't yet. Um, he was fading to the left. And it was just... Some of the jumpers are just incredible. Um, and there was some nice post-passing from Kevin Durant as well. You know, we know how good he is as a playmaker. And anyone that continues to doubt him, man, uh, if this is an MVP, uh, if, you're, if you aren't watching an MVP right now, then I don't know what is. You know, shout-outs to Steph doing his thing at MSG, shutting up the, uh, the Knicks fans for us. But Kevin Durant is being otherworldly, historic. Like I said, uh, if, if anyone knows Italian and wants to jump on the Brooklyn Buzz with me, give me some adjectives because I need to learn a few um, about this man. He's, he's truly, absolutely incredible. Whether it's pull-up jumpers, you know, clutch buckets, and then OT, where he just takes over. He got the energy, got a bit of burst back, um, and he hit, I think it was six points if from memory, if my notes are correct. <laughs> they might not be. They're a little bit messy, but... You know, he had a, a little soft one that rolled in uh, for the first bucket. You know, the, the Raps went on a 4-0 run. And then an, an incredible offensive board from David Duke Jr. led to another Kevin Durant jumper. And then Blake, who it was sort of like a mini cut from KD, you know, trying to get away from his defender. And Blake makes a, a nice little ti- nicely timed pass to get KD in a bit of space. And when KD has any space... Uh, then he is just a true and absolute money. And for those that haven't seen on my timeline, uh, at Jack Manuel, J-A-C-M-A-N-U-E-L-L, he is shooting 63% on jumpers, 16 uh, on two-point jumpers that are between 16 and 25 feet. And 98% of them, according to Kurt Goldsberry, of his, all of his jumpers are classified as contested. Now, I don't know how contested they are. If you're Kevin Durant, you're seven foot one. You got the wingspan of seven foot five. But in saying that, that's what the statistics show us. As well, one that I haven't put out on the timeline yet. KD, KD's two point shooting is more effective than the average NBA three. I'll repeat that for those that might need to adjust their their earbuds or whatever you're listening to, or adjust your dials if you're listening in the car or on the on the speakers right now. A Kevin Durant two point shot gives you 1.07 points per possession. A th- an average three-point shot is worth 1.04 points per possession. <laughs> I- I'm literally dumbfounded by that, guys. I, I just don't know what else to say. Uh, he's-, he's playing historic basketball. Truly historic. Otherworldly, godlike. This is a spiritual experience if we're going to go by what Kevin Durant put on his own timeline. Uh, this is uh, incredible stuff. And... I'm going to keep, I, I, if I repeat myself on the buzz, I do apologize, but I, I get dumbfounded by him. I, I truly do. I just, I, I've never seen a shot maker, whether it's from two, whether it's from three, uh, uh, an impactful, he is one of a kind. And I, it's, it might be a little bit reductive and a bit simplistic to just put it that way. He is one of a kind. He's Kevin freaking Durant. We know that. And we know who he is. 
Yes, Kevin, we're not going to forget who you are, my friend. But the fact that he's wearing a Brooklyn Nets uniform, never going to take that shit for granted. Uh, I just, he wears, he, today, funnily enough, I was wearing a, a bit of a KD shirt as well uh, to work. And it, it just fills me with pride and, and just joy. And I feel very, very lucky that, that I get to watch him night after night after night and recap him on the Brooklyn Buzz uh, whenever I do get the opportunity and put out tweets and just watch him. He is something else. He is he is not of this earth. Let's put it that way. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. God mode, whatever, wherever else you want to say. But uh, in saying that, I should get to some of the other guys. Um, we also had Blake Griffin being inserted back into the starting lineup, who I thought was gritty, who did like sort of the old school Blake Griffin sort of thing. Four or six from the field, 13 points for him, two or four from three. Nice to see that three ball following uh, for Blake. Also had a nice little hustle play. Obviously didn't get the turnover in, in OT, but just gives you that blue collar boys energy. And Paddy Mills is feeling it. Him and him and uh, Paddy and Blake clearly got a, a, a nice little relationship and chemistry going. Uh, but 13 points for Blake as well as six assists, two steals, five boards. Really nice game uh, from Blake before he did foul out with the six fouls. Uh, but yeah, Clack City, guys, was also uh, pretty goddamn awesome in that front court. Clack, Clack City. Clack, Clack City, bitch. Clack City. Clack, Clack City, bitch. 8 of 10 from the field for your boy, Clack City. 16 points, which I think is only two points away from a career high. Seven boards. Seven boards, including three offensive boards. That energy that he's giving there is really, really lifting the team in a big way. Um, as was David Duke Jr., who I'll get to in a little bit. Also had a dime, had a block. Nicholas Claxton uh, had some really nice defense on Pascal Siakam, too. He's dunking with ferocity now. Uh, he's... Watch out, guys, because 26 minutes for clacks. You know, I've been talking about, you know, whether it's on Spaces or on the, on this podcast, the ramp up for him, 26 minutes, uh, It's that's a number where clacks has rarely played across his career. Um, so if you start to see 25 to 30 sooner rather than later, and he continues to maintain that impact like he has been, uh, then it's going to be a scary side for the rest of the NBA because he's athleticism you know what James Harden does return as well you know he's going to provide a real spark for this team you know he's an incredible switch defender I put some stuff out on my timeline uh, if you want to check that out but he is an all defensive caliber player and also is uh, had a nice little post move uh, that I liked seeing from him just looked quite confident in that it actually reminded me of when I went to a game and I was seeing Clax work on that before a game I think it was the lefty hook or the righty hook, I can't remember, but he just puts it on the ground for one dribble and just throws it up. Now, he's looking he's looking scary. Scary hours, maybe. <laughs> In saying that, David Duke Jr., how did this guy go undrafted? How did the league allow this man to go undrafted? DDJ, you know, the, the 4 of 13 from the field and 0 of 3 from 3 doesn't look great, but did get to the free throw line, 2 of 3 from there, and 13 rebounds. This man is a guard. A rookie guard had 13 rebounds, also had three assists, and some tremendous defense, mind you. Two steals and two blocks to go with it. A double-double to go with the 10 points. This kid has a skill set that I remember seeing in Summer League when we were doing some of those recaps, and I'm just like, this kid's got something. He is a tenacious defender, really energetic uh, on the boards. He's, I, I mentioned a few different plays from him, uh, but he's just, it, it lifts the team, what, what he was doing tonight. And um, he's, he is going to be something um, on the two-way contract. And 
Uh, I reckon he's a he's an NBA player, guys. This guy just oozes NBA level skill. Does so much. He's a decent ball handler. Really like that he was looking to be aggressive and penetrate, uh, and then you know make some kick out passes. Thought that collapsed the defense a few times, and yeah, he's just an athlete and that youthful exuberant energy was you know I- incredible. Uh, but it is time that we get to the Kess Express. Kess Kess Ledwards is pick forty one. Another absolute gem from Mr. Marks, the Kiwi Wizard himself. 7 of 12 from uh, the field, including 3 of 6 from 3. That 3-point stroke has... Now, I'm not sure what has happened to it since college because it looked a little bit jumbled, I guess is the word that immediately springs to mind in terms of the fluidity with his legs and arms. But right now, he just looks quite springy and spry and quick and fluid. And I've heard from a few people that he's had... Uh, Joe Harris has taken him uh, under his wing as a bit of a mentor. And you can certainly see with the three-point form, you know, it's just straight up and down. You know, he's just, he's splashing a few of them. Uh, he looks wet. This is a, a genuine 3 and D prospect that the Nets have as a two-way guy. Played 44 minutes tonight uh, and also had the 10 boards, the two assists, the two steals uh, to go with his 17 points. Was plus 10 on the night. Only Paddy Mills was high with plus 15 Kessler Edwards, the Kess Express, man, he is, he's got something, you know, I just think that he's, he's the modern NBA player, I think that he could play a little bit of small ball five for the Nets, because he's such an awesome rebounder, um, so I'm just a, a massive fan of the Kess Express, and uh, what the Nets can get out of him going forward, uh, an absolute steal, yet again, if, can, if that three ball continues to, to hit at least a semi-decent rate, it's not always going to be there, but I want him to keep jacking him up. Want him to keep throwing him in there. You know, get his uh, runs in the G League where he's had some big, monstrous play. And he is an athlete. That's part of the reason why he's getting uh, uh, so many of those boards. Because he can just get up there. He can sky it. You know, he's going he's gonna to be something something good. You know, uh, I've got no doubt in that. And Steve Nash to him tonight apparently was saying, wants him to be aggressive. You know, we got that aggression and then some. Also nice to see our boy, uh, Damon Sharp, King Sharp out there for a few minutes. He's an amazing rebounder. In 13 minutes, this man had seven boards. Four of those offensive. He just has timing, strength, physicality. For a guy of his age, uh, he is... You can just... uh, You can become an NBA player paced purely off your rebounding. And in the modern NBA, that might not be a thing. But I think Daron Sharp has got some. And he had a little bit of moves, a little bit of fluidity, you know, to get the seven points as well to go with his seven boards. Also did have a block, you know. I think that that was a, a chasing... I come from behind LeBron James-esque block. So I thought that was incredible from him. Uh, so day one sharp. Good to see the King Sharp minutes tonight. Now, Cam Thomas, killer camp. Wasn't his best nine. Two of ten from the field. Oh, four from three. Did have three assists, though, uh, and four points. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> the Nets didn't need him. Um, it was basically, you know, 22 minutes for him. Not the best game from, from Killy Camp, but I think he will learn from it and continue to grow going forward. A few stats to point out, guys. 48.5% from the field, including 14 of 39 from three. Nearly 36%. 23 three throws, hitting 17 of them. 60 rebounds to 41. Don't think I've ever said uh, since it's a, a big advantage, at least, you know, that stuck out to me in recent times. And, as I alluded to, you know, that was a basically all David Duke Jr., a little bit of Daron Sharp, uh, and throwing Kess Express too uh, for that. The turnovers were somewhat of an issue, 18 to 12, um, but in saying that, you know, the Nets had 
it was even in terms of points off turnovers, 23 to 23. So they weren't damaging uh, in that fashion either. So those are the little things that stuck out to me, guys. Um, I also wanted to quickly touch on um, the fact that there's a little bit of Nets news and some trade news popping around. We've heard uh, by a Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report that the Nets are looking to upgrade their, upgrade their roster. Uh, and it seems that, you know, there's a few guys that might be on the trade table. Not necessarily sure whether it's teams calling the Brooklyn Nets or it's the Nets put, putting out those guys. I would think it's probably the uh, the earlier rather than the, the latter. In terms of, this is via uh, an exact quote. Brooklyn has been open to discussing trades for Kyrie Irving, sources told Bleacher Report, although none of those calls have seemed to generate significant traction. But Brooklyn has expressed a surprising willingness to discuss sharpshooter Joe Harris, according to league sources. Now, league sources doesn't necessarily scream to me that it is Brooklyn sources, Brooklyn net sources. It might be outside of that. Maybe that's a, a few different things trying to ruffle a few feathers within the Nets organization, though he would surely require a pricey offer. Also, rival executives believe that Nicholas Claxton could become available as the Nets gauge his value before uh, as the Nets gauge his value during the 2021 draft, you know, during that uh, DeAndre Jordan trade, I think the Nets were trying to see what they could get in return. The third year forward has performed well for Brooklyn, but ahead of restricted free agency, rival executives believe he could be uh, the outgoing player Brooklyn trades to bring back a veteran, rough, uh, either the roughly $6 million trade exception from moving DJ or the $11.5 million trade exception from Spencer Dinwiddie. So, look, who knows? Uh, I think Clark City is here to stay because... The ceiling that he gives this team is is truly remarkable. Joe Harris, I think, I, I just don't see happening at all. I think the way that the the Nets have valued him and nurtured him into what he is today. Good to see him without the boot there. I saw on the bench as well. Um, so unless there is an overwhelming offer, I think that the Nets with Nicholas Claxton uh, and Joe Harris are, are likely to stay put. In saying that, we will get to the Kyrie Irving stuff, guys. Now, I'm not totally sure of the validity of this because this was a little bit of a back and forth between Ian Begley and Mark Stein. Apparently, we did hear that um, the Mavericks contacted the Nets about a Kristaps Porzingis Kyrie Irving trade, which was later refuted by Mark Stein. But then Ian Begley said that he trusted his sources. Now, Mark, Mark Cuban and Mark Stein have direct lines with each other. So... This could be Mark Cuban saying, look, let's keep that on the hush. You know, Chris Stapps is playing kind of well here. But the Nets have been listening. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I, I I truly don't think a Kyrie Irving trade, unless you're throwing a Damian Lillard at us or, or something like that, I can't see it happening, to be honest, guys. So, look, in, in saying that, there are stranger things that have happened, but I guess you know, we'll have to wait and see what the market does dictate. But in terms of Kyrie Irving updates, he was on Instagram, guys. It was, an, it was had a story. And uh, let me just say, I wasn't a fan of the Kyrie 8s initially, but they didn't look too bad when he was putting them on his feet. Now, maybe that's just me getting a little bit hyped about the fact that maybe Kyrie's doing a little bit of trolling here. Maybe he knows what he's doing. But, you know, there could be... Look, there, I guess the, the general sense of things, uh, you know, going by what Kevin Durant says, he said that he's had conversations with Kyrie Irving, and in terms of whether he thinks he'll return, he says... I will see. I don't know. Kyrie is my brother. I'd rather keep those conversations in-house, though. Um, and that's credit to Alex Schiffer for asking the question. So, look, we'll wait and see what does happen there. Steve Nash also did say that there is no update in that department. But the fact we're getting a little bit of rumblings, a little bit of murmurings here and there. Look, I don't think we're going to see Kyrie Irving you know, by Christmas. 
But he's, the people have also said he's looking great in game shape. We've seen some YouTube videos and, and different things here and there. Kyrie is a, a master of his craft. And look, I, I'm not the biggest guy in terms of talking about rumors and stuff. But when it's when it's positive stuff, and it could be about Kyrie Irving returning in whatever form or fashion, whether it's you know part time and the, and the team does allow that, or he, he decides to get vaccinated, um, he would make a, a marked impact on this team. So certainly one to keep an eye on, guys, in terms of Kyrie Irving. But I will also say, in regards going back to the game, legitimately one of the best, most memorable games since I've done this Brooklyn Buzz. It was an absolutely incredible performance. Just character. It was a win full of character that just defined you know, what, what I love about the Brooklyn Nets and what I've grown to just love about this organization and this community of fans and, and, and players and, and the organization and saying that, you know, the only two that other come to mind are the Sacramento Kings win where D'Lo and Rondé did their thing and then the Phoenix Suns win with James Harden uh, doing his thing last year as well. Those are the sort of my three favorites and you could probably throw a Karis LeVert in there cooking the Boston Celtics. Those are the sort of regular season wins that do come to mind. Um, but in saying that, guys, uh, thanks for listening to my voice for 20, 25 minutes. Hopefully it wasn't too grating for you. And uh, we'll get our boy Nick back sooner, uh, very, very soon, as well as a few guests here and there. You know, whether it's Justin Lucas, whether we've got Sonia, whether we've got Will Jackson. Um, there's going to be plenty of content dropping your way. We ain't missing a thing here at the Brooklyn Buzz. And again... Don't forget to check out Tee Public. You know, some of those, uh, uh, the, the t-shirts are popping. The sales are plenty. Uh, all the information is in the episode description. But an incredible game from Nets World, guys. Again, follow, subscribe, five stars. Um, and let's go Nets. Let's go Nets, baby. Juicy. Juicy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.